Hey, welcome back. It's Jen Murphy. You already know that. This is how I start every podcast. Saying my name and then realizing you already know that. Episode 17, I believe. I just got home from bombing at a show in Fullerton, California, Orange County. Uh, Still fun. Still fun, even though I bombed. Uh, it was a show with uh, pretty much all comics in the room, but I, I, I don't, I don't blame that. I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame my bombing on the fact that it was all comics, because that's what a lot of comics will tell me. It was all comics in the room. Well, some of them got laughs. I did not, but that's okay. Always good to stay humble. I was happy to be out, Uh, happy to be doing comedy again. Things are opening back up. And then I got home, and uh, I have a neighbor who uh, is in the building across the street from me, but will sometimes just yell randomly out the window. I believe he has beef with one of his neighbors because he'll just randomly yell like, shut the fuck up. And I don't know what he's talking about because I don't hear anything. But tonight he yelled, is that food or is somebody taking a shit? (laughs) Brilliant. I don't know what neighbor he has beef with, but I'm going to guess it's somebody that maybe usually cooks some food that he does not like, I guess. I don't know. I want to meet this guy, is what I'm saying. I'm very intrigued. (laughs) Um, That's the neighborhood I live in. Here in Studio City, lovely Studio City, California. It's become a um, mental hospital. Mental hospital, California, that's where I live. It's almost like if uh, it's like if you're in a TV show and there's they hire the same extras for every episode. So you don't really know them, but you see them in every episode, so you know their faces. They change their clothes, but you still know them. There's homeless people here that I've literally been seeing for like 12 years. Same people just surviving on the street. And then you see them with a new pair of pants and you're like, you got a new pair of pants. And then you slowly watch that pair of pants go from new to three months later They've been wearing them and it's just ripped up, disintegrated. And you're like, I hope you find a new pair of pants. I can't imagine. I can't imagine how these people survive, but they're surviving. 
And then it makes me feel bad anytime I get depressed, because as you know, if you watch this, it happens <laughs> on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, people are there. I guess that's what we're, that's what everybody does. You just, uh, no matter what level you're at, it's all just uh, survival. I, uh, this is late. This is the latest podcast I've done. I don't mean late, like what time it is right now, but if you're curious, it's 10, 12 starting time, 10, 12 PM uh, on Tuesday night. I usually always, I always try and do these on Sunday. And if I don't do it Sunday, then Monday's the latest. And this is the latest one I've done. Uh, I know you're waiting desperately waiting like why hasn't she put it out yet i've been very busy i've been slightly busy but i've also been slightly mental so it's kind of a combination of both so um, i don't know it's just weird uh I feel like I'm going on like a, uh, I feel like I have like a weekly cycle now, which it didn't used to be like that. It used to be like three weeks really good. And then like one week of being kind of mental and like depression and I feel like now it's like one week being really good and then the next week bad. And then hopefully the next week good. I feel like it's getting, and I don't know. It might just be transitioning back into, it's exciting to be transitioning back into the normal, what feels more normal. But there was also during COVID, even though it was depressing during COVID, there was no pressure to be like, oh, fuck, I don't have a career because nobody had a career during COVID. So now I'm just kind of back into like, oh, shit. Now people are starting to work again. And I'm like, oh, I'm still a nanny taking care of this two-year-old who I love to death, but not working as a comedian fully yet, even though I'm doing shows, but pretty much doing like free shows and, or getting paid like 50 bucks, whatever, but not like having a career. So there's like all of a sudden that pressure has come back of like, ugh, am I gonna get hired again to do like weekends? Headlining somewhere? Am I gonna? What am I doing? I also feel like uh, I still really want to know if somebody was cooking or somebody took a shit. I'm just kidding. I'm guessing somebody was cooking. I also now that things have oh have. I have, have been opening back up. I've been out a lot more and I've been meeting uh, more men. Uh, you know, 
I was alone for the whole pandemic, so I think I've gotten too excited and have. I don't. I don't know how to. Uh, I. I need to relearn how to take things slow. Because I get too excited, and I meet somebody, and I'm like, "Let's do it." I'm looking. I'm looking at men like in a purely sexual way at the moment, and I don't think that's good. It feels good in the moment. It's not good in the long run because I just get too excited and I'm like, oh, let's just do something. And then afterwards, you're like, that's not, do you know this person? Maybe get to know somebody. Maybe talk to them a little bit before you try and attack their mouth. Reacclimating. That's all I'm doing. I'm going to try and not beat myself up. I'm reacclimating to society. I, but I do feel I was retarded. Uh, I'm not supposed to use that word, retarded. Sorry. My apologies. Anyway. Um, I rejoined my gym, LA Fitness, yesterday. And I've gone the past two days and I'm just staring at the, during COVID, I just went out and took walks by myself two hours a day. And of course I run, you know, I see people on the street, but now that I'm back at the gym, I feel like I'm just staring at guys working out just like, (laughs) just like, so. I've become like the creepy dude who just stares at, you know, women or something. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, oh, I'm that creepy person now. Just staring at somebody like they're a piece of meat. Anyway. This isn't exciting. I bombed on stage tonight. Did I mention that? Feels great. I had my second vaccine last week. And I was so excited because I had no side effects. I did not get sick. And then today, all of a sudden, I don't want to gross you out. I just finished my, I heard this happening to women after the second vaccine that like kind of fucks up their body, like their periods which seems super creepy because I don't know what it's doing to your body that's screwing up your, but I just, I finished having a period like eight days ago. And then today just started bleeding again. I was like, oh my God, that's the, that's the vaccine. What is it doing? I don't know. I'm not anti-vax. I didn't, I didn't want to get it. It's not because I'm like anti, I just, I don't know. Never gotten vaccinated in my life, I guess. So I did it for work for hopefully. I know a lot of comedy clubs are requiring that you're vaccinated. So that's why I did it. But it's kind of creeping me out. 
when I saw that blood, I was like, Oof. what are you doing to my body? But I don't know. I don't even know. I guess I'll just wait and see. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I guess maybe that's just a minor side effect. I hope it's minor. It would make more sense if I got sick like a lot of other people did where you have a fever or, you know, you throw up because it would make sense. You get a shot in your arm of something foreign that might make you throw up, but it just feels weird for it to affect my womanly parts. Like, is it affecting women getting pregnant? I'm not trying to get pregnant, but I'm just saying in general, is it, if it's affecting my eggs or lack of my uterus, we'll see. Uh, I'm also wondering if uh, there's some scam going on with my I mentioned in a, in a, a previous episode that I had to have an MRI on my boobs and I got so many lovely emails of people being concerned and I really appreciate that. So before I had to have the MRI, I had obviously had a mammogram and then they're like, oh, we can't see much. You got dense breasts. It's hard to see because you got dense breasts. It's hard to say breasts. So then they had to do an ultrasound. And then they're still like, you got uh, a dense breast. It's always the left one. Every single time there's been a problem, it's my left boob. That's gonna be the name of my next comedy special. My left boob. Wasn't there a famous movie called My Left Foot or something? It's either gonna be my left boob or dense breasts. So they did an ultrasound and they're like, oh, we still can't see enough. We got to do an MRI. I had so much anxiety. I did the MRI. It was fine. It was better than I thought it would be. What I did during the, I'm going to explain because I tried to tell this to my aunt and she was like, yeah, you're crazy. But I did not like that response because I felt like it was a positive experience. So if you've never done an MRI, I had never done one. And I was so scared because they put you into the tube. And I knew there was no reason to have anxiety because I'm not going to die in there. But I just, I have like really bad claustrophobia and anxiety when I feel like I'm not in control and I can't move and I start to feel like I can't breathe. So while I was in there, you know, it's a very, it's very loud. There's different noises coming from different angles like at one point they're just shooting this weird sound from the right side and other moments the left side of your brain so while I was in there I just started just playing a game where I was imagining that these different noises were like almost like lasers that were like shooting into my brain and like reprogramming it 
Like at one point there was one that was just like shooting this weird air. It was just like, poof, poof, poof. so I was just imagining, I was just like, oh, they're just sucking all the negativity out of my brain. And then it switched to a different noise. And I was like, ah, oh. now they're shooting a bunch of positivity in there. I thought my aunt that I told was going to be like, that's really cool that you did. And she was like, oh, that's weird. Well, I was trying to make it a positive experience. Just pretended they were reprogramming my brain. And I felt like it really did work. I felt a lot better afterwards. But that lasted like two days. Probably would have been even better if I was like on mushrooms or something during the experience, but that's not a chance you want to take when you're going into an MRI. Oh, let's take some mushrooms and see if this works out or if you completely freak out. It does feel like you're in a rocket ship though. At one point, the whole thing like starts shaking. I'm like, am I going to blast off? What is going on? But anyway, back to my original. So I'll have to go in for the MRI. Then I get a call from my doctor and they're like, oh, we couldn't really, we're still a little worried about your left boob. You need to come back next week for an ultrasound. I'm like, isn't the MRI like the closest you can see stuff? Why am I going backwards? Why am I going back to an ultrasound after having an MRI? I have the free, the Poor people insurance, it's free. Everything's free. I'm not paying for any of this. So then a couple people have said, oh, maybe they're just trying to make money off you because every time you come in, they get paid by the government or whatever. So I don't know. I'm thinking my left boob is fine. This is a really boring story. I apologize for that. But I do appreciate the people that have reached out to me to find out about my boob. Um, yeah, the last couple of days I've just been, oh, the last two days. I don't know what happens. Sometimes my brain just sinks. And it's interesting because, you know, I babysit every morning. I can wake up and I can know, like, ugh, my brain is kind of sinking, like, but I can kind of, like, I can try and control it. And then sometimes it's when I'm with this two-year-old that I just freaking love. I've started babysitting him last April in quarantine. So it's been like 14, 13 months, 14 months. So we're close, you know, there's, there's an intimacy And sometimes he'll just, if, I, if I'm already on edge, if I'm already like trying to control the feelings, like 
don't break down, don't cry, you're babysitting. And then sometimes he'll just look up at me and just stare into my eyes. And I think it's that, it's that there's an, in, there's something about an intimacy that just makes you so vulnerable that it just draws you out. And then I'll just like, it's like explode into tears. <laughs> I'm always surprised that he's never like, why are you crying? The only other time I've experienced that is like, if I feel bad and I call my mom, it's like, there's something about talking to your mom where you can't hide your feelings. If I already feel like shit and she's like, are you okay? I can never just be like, I'm fine. Cause just, it's your mom. So you're just like, no. And then you just break down. That's what's been happening with the two-year-old. If, if anybody has kids, they probably understand what I'm saying. And if anybody, for those that don't, they probably just think I'm a real fucking weirdo. I don't mind crying. I mean, it, sometimes it's a good release. But I don't like when, uh, sometimes it's just so uncontrollable. And I'm like, I need to focus on this kid. This kid is a happy kid. We're going to have fun. We always have fun together. And then I'm just like, <laughs> part of the mental hospital outside. I'm just another patient now. Take the kid outside to play. We're having fun. We're like laughing. Mean, and But there's still, there's just tears streaming. And I'm like, no, this is fun. We're having a good time. It's a small, small difference between me and the, the, the guy looking for new pants. <laughs> Not that small. It's kind of a bigger difference, but you know what I'm saying. It's not a, as big of a difference as I would like it to be. I would like there to be a bigger difference, but at the same time, excuse me. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to be so far removed from reality that I thought there was a huge difference between me and the looking for new pants guy. Because I wouldn't want to think like, oh, I'm so much better than this. Like we're all, that's the one thing I think sometimes when I look at these people that I see all the time on the street. And then I have this gorgeous two-year-old and then I'm like, well, they, at some point, These people were this two-year-old with a mother. I'm not his mother, obviously. I didn't mean that, but you know what I mean? Like this, they were. I think it becomes so easy to look at people and think that they're a different, like that they're not human like you. Like look at people just on the street living in tents and be like, they're different than me. And it's like, no, they're not. No, I mean, at some point we were all, all like these gorgeous little kids. 
I'm not trying to get too deep, but uh, it happens. It happens. Um, I try and do my best. I don't know. There was a guy last night when I was coming home outside of 7-Eleven and he said, can you get me a drink? The homeless guy. And I was like, yeah, what do you want? And he's like, Paps, have you ever heard of it? It's a beer. I go, I know Paps. Don't you worry. <laughs> I know what Paps is. So I bought him two, like big cans. And he got so excited. He was excited for about five seconds. And then I was walking away and I was like, have a good night. Enjoy. And then his excitement turned into, oh, hey, you got any cigarettes? And I was like, well, that faded quick. I was like, no, I don't. You were super excited about the beer. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. That's not enough. Hold on. Let me ask for more while I'm ahead, which I think is just such human nature. Like, oh, you made me so happy. Wait. But can you make me happier? I need more happiness. This isn't enough. For those of you just listening and not watching, I stab myself in the head with a pen. Not really. Not really. There was a comic on the show tonight, uh, a black guy who was wearing a bulletproof vest under his shirt. And he talked about it on stage. And some would think maybe he wore the bulletproof vest as a prop to talk about, but he didn't. He was real. He was saying that he feels more comfortable as a black man to always wear a bulletproof vest. So, no. that's something I don't know. Just crazy, sad. Uh, he was very funny. He was a great comic, very real, funny. Didn't look comfortable. Um, but yeah, it's weird. Feels like, at least for me, and hopefully other people, I think a lot of other people maybe have been doing the same, but feels like maybe ever since not just COVID being locked up, but the fact of, you know, all the racial riots and Black Lives Matter, all the stuff that's happened. And it's not just with Black people. It's just just in general. There's been a lot of violence and whatever, but feels like maybe now, I have felt like now when I'm out in public, I'm looking more at like every individual human as like 
What's your story? What have you been going through? I feel like I was already an observer, which a lot of comics are, tend to observe people. But I feel like it's just been heightened a little bit. When I see someone, I'm like, what? What? Uh, what? Yeah. I'm not ending this well. Little more compassion, maybe. But we just don't know. We just don't know. That's all. I wish I had a really good ending for this. But as you know, I tend to start awkward and end awkward. I keep you updated on my neighbor. Whether it was food or shit. I ate a lot of asparagus yesterday. That's always a fun time in the bathroom after when you go pee and you're like, am I dying? And then you remember that you ate asparagus. Since I'm single and looking for men, I should probably remember to not eat asparagus. So it smells like chemicals coming out of your veg. Although who can I be with now? I'm randomly bleeding. This vaccine is cock blocking me. I can't hook up with somebody if I don't know what kind of leakage is coming out of me. Is it having any effect on men like this? Is it causing erectile defection? What? Erectile dysfunction? I almost said erectile defection. Erectile dysfunction? I hope not. Hopefully not, but it's affecting women because I saw it trending on Twitter like two weeks ago. There was women talking about it. It was before I got my second vax, but there was a lot of women talking about it affecting their period. So maybe they're trying to stop us from making so many kids. I don't know. Guys, I suddenly got the burps, so I'm going to have to get off because this isn't a burping video. Excuse me. Um, all right. Well, I will say one exciting thing is basketball playoffs. As you know, basketball is my new porn. Try and watch it as much as possible. It's a healthy addiction. I think watching men play basketball is way healthier than if I actually like sat and watched porn for two hours a night. And it's nice to really appreciate beauty and skill. It's all appreciation. It's a positive. Nobody's getting demeaned, demoralized. Nobody's taking stuff up holes that they shouldn't be taking stuff. I highly recommend that any people out there who are sex addicts like me <laughs> switch to sports instead of porn.
I don't know what sports you men would watch. Maybe, well, there's female basketball. All right, I've been talking too much. I don't want to gear you towards like gymnastics because those are underage girls. So, you know, maybe check out some marathon runners. Hey, that's attractive. Marathon runners poop themselves. I've been trying to get back into running. I can, for anybody that doesn't know, I used to run, I ran 13 marathon. I've run a lot. I was a marathon runner. And during quarantine, I just lost all motivation and I'm still struggling to get it back. I don't know what it is. It's so psychological. I went to the gym the last two days and I try and run on the treadmill. I run for like two minutes at a time. And then I'm just like, oh, let's go back to speed walking. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's necessarily a negative. It's definitely psychological, but I've also been running for 25 years. So maybe my body's just tired and just wants to walk. Maybe it's not as deep as I think. My feet are probably like, can we please just take a walk? Calm down. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I've said everything I want to say. Right? Yes. Checked my notes. I make random notes and then I just fucking emotionally vomit on you. Thanks for watching. I love you all. I will see you next week on time. I'll do it on Sunday or Monday. I promise. I know you've been missing me so much. Bye.